morning. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. How is everyone? It's just us. It's just Angus and I. I'm making it sound like there's Pee Wee's Playhouse sitting over there in the other room. Hello. Hello. Back from Thanksgiving break. Yes. It was a good break. It was. It was great weather here in Florida. Angus was in D.C. in the swamp. I was, I was on the outskirts of no, the swamp. No, Alexandria is the swamp. It is. No, it is. But it's beautiful. Chris's cousin, my husband's cousin, lives in Alexandria. That's where I ruptured my Achilles tendon was downtown Alexandria. <laughs> Just walking the streets. I was playing tag with my kids, oh, and I ruptured my tendon and man. never narked. Never narked. Never Nerked. worked as a nurse since. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was the end but of But I like that. We're going career. there. and Yeah, that was the end of it. June 5th, 2003. <laughs> wow. Yeah, ruptured. I didn't know it ruptured. It just ruptured. You just... Well, I didn't, I'd never had a ruptured... I mean, it's not like I'm playing linebacker. So, right. <laughs> like, right. So I drove with it. Oh, wow. On your right? Was it your right foot? And it was my it was my right foot. And I drove oh. from Alexandria to Harrisburg. Oh, wow. Harrisburg, I go to the doctor. He's like, it's your Achilles. Jeez. I'm like, well, I'm going home. That's a, that's a very severe injury. So I wrap it. They wrap it. They didn't even brace it. Which oh, wow. We'll talk about another day. Oh, wow. Drive back to Tallahassee and get a cast on it for three months. <sighs> That's tough. And yeah, it was pretty sucky. But my leg was pretty black by the time I got home. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm very positive. (laughs) You're like, um... I've tried to take uh, ballroom dance and do a couple other things exercise wise. But just never been the same. You can tell. I can't land on that foot. Right. My basketball career ended, which I love basketball. I was very thin at the time, was running, but I cannot land on this foot. That's tough. That yeah, is tough. Bad time. But that's my dream of Alexander. Well, well But yeah. he lives right right by um not Monticello. What what's Washington's house? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah. Right? No. I no. can't think about it. Oh my god. Not Monticello. No, 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 no. It's um <laughs> God, I he lives right by it. Oh my god. Mount Vernon. Yeah. That's he lives it. right by Mount Vernon, that's right on it. that right on uh the ho- the GW the Parker. river. Oh, the right Potomac! Off of it, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It's just a beautiful place. I love. Yeah. I love DC. Just going like I, I took no. a trip by myself into the city on on Friday morning, I believe, right after Thanksgiving, and just walked the monuments by myself. And I'd never really done Where'd that you before. Stay? Uh, we I Down- stayed in Old Town. Oh, so yeah. that's where my grandparents, they have a townhouse there. And we all stayed at their, uh, at their house. And uh, I just hopped on the metro from Old Town, 10 so minute, nice. 10 minute ride into the city and, you know, went in and, and was able to really appreciate all of the monuments. You know, I, I got to spend some time at the Vietnam uh, War Memorial mm-hmm. and the Korean War Memorial and the World War II. And obviously the Lincoln is there and you walk past the Washington Monument and, and we were able to get a, a tour of the Capitol on Friday afternoon oh, as well. Good. That's a, a, like the third or fourth time I've done it, but it's just every time you go in there, it's just. Did it, you it, do the echo thing? Yeah, it's so cool, isn't it? John, John <laughs> Adams, man, he had the, he had the hookup they for sure. They were really smart people. They Much were smarter than incredible what we people. Have. No, they but really are. But to know are. that echo, if the, people don't yeah. know, t- I, describe the echo for it, people. Well, so there is a, in the old, what, what was the old uh, Congress room, meeting room, when they had a lot smaller congregation of people because there was obviously a lot less states uh there were in this 
this different uh, this different room for Congress, they had uh, a dome like shape at the top of it. And because of the ring at the top, there was actually two uh, different points within the actual room where you could be on one side completely yeah, really opposite. side. No, you can be on the completely opposite side and then you can hear what other mm-hmm. people are saying. And John Adams actually found that out. And he would always sit in the same place every time because he could hear <laughs> what, what the other legislatures <laughs> legislators were trying to say. I, so, thought was, I always thought that was great. No, it was very it was very interesting, and it's always just a, a little bit of a reminder of of what we are a part of as Americans. You know, I think a lot of times you don't really think about it, but just being there and and really experiencing the the vision. You know, at least you do, it doesn't always work out the way no. that our our forefathers and. Uh, but when you the, stand on the steps of the Capitol, you're, when you've, you're just you just it's feel a part huge. of something bigger than yourself. It's so huge. And you just think how uh, I go to, how could you take such advantage of it? Right. Well, that is true. Yeah, that people is true. People put you into yeah. this position. Right. And you do nothing but take advantage of it. I know. I, That's what's hard for me. Yeah. The feeling of, of how do these people become desensitized to that feeling of, of admiration, of, of love of country? Because like ultimately, John McCain. I mean, ultimately, like you, like you said, that is an interesting point that you brought up. When you're standing there, you feel like a, such a, a profound feeling of belonging that you, you wouldn't want to double cross or or to um, you know do bad or mischievous things and that is the to the problem, country, and we'll carry it back to FSU. Wow! And by the time this airs, I think that'll happen. But when it is all about me and not about the why, right. of why I do what I do for who I do, helping others before I help myself, you have a Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, and I am not a diehard FSU fan. I'm not from here, but I look at what Penn State went through. And how that coach has been able to keep that team together in such adversity. I mean, talk about the bottom. Right. I mean, nothing for something that you didn't even do. Yeah. Your players had nothing to do with it. Yep. And yet you still suffer the consequences. Because, but you know, attack it with an enthusiasm. It's just unbelievable. No, and I, I can. You pre- gotta have a why. You do. It just seems like that why has been missing. For the last couple of years, especially, but I think it's it's in all of leadership. It's not just in you look at a John McCain. Well, look, attitude. He's reflects, a hero. Attitude reflects leadership, and yet look at what he's doing. Right, he's making it about him. Right, and that his feelings got hurt. Yeah, instead of about his constituents and his. The, the, the his, people of this country, regardless of his, of his constituents, when you're on a national political level like that, you're not only affecting the people in the state that you represent, in his case, Arizona, but you're affecting everybody that I lives know. under the federal government. I think I and you hate to say for everybody, there should be a blanket age stoppage. This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. I'm going to go on to this, but there shouldn't be a, a blanket age stoppage. But I know I'm a Catholic and the priests have to like like automatically retire at 75. Right. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I know that the Supreme Court has tried. 37 and a half minutes. I know this that- is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, <laughs> 850-656-0009. We're going to talk about appraising today, but this is important. It is. And I don't know how other people feel about it, but I think when you stand on those steps or any step, even before the Florida Capitol, the old Capitol here. Right. And you look down Appalachian Parkway and realize what that used to look like Yeah, as an unpaved road with horse and buggy and mm-hmm. how people suffered. And you're just going to make it about you. Yeah.
I'm anti that. I am anti that as well. I'm anti, I'm anti selfishness. I'm all about I the team. The team. The team. You gotta have a bigger than yourself because you're just one little person. There's and no yes, no one man more you important may than the team. Think that you're worth sixty million dollars? I personally don't think he's worth sixty million dollars. Well, based on performance, no. No, sixty million. <laughs> what's the math for sixty million lira? Lira? That's what I put on that that voice of freedom today. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, but not much. <laughs> not much. That's about how like much. Like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. So no, I mean no. I hope by what is it going to be? When are when is um what you call it? Uh, Texas A and M making their decision. I don't know. I mean, I I would assume I think they're meeting Thursday. I would assume that they would be making it as fast as possible because this is a very crucial time for things like recruiting. And when you don't even have a head coach or a coaching staff to kind of, uh, you know, keep that thing chugging along, then you lose a lot of ground. So I, I think, think for both the parties, well, I think for both parties, they need to make a decision. Texas A and M, I believe, is meeting Thursday. We air Saturday, so it would have been this past Thursday. And they, someone said last night that they had to vote on Summerlin's buyout out okay and then probably his payout and yes they can afford 60 million let them pay it yeah of course they can and afford it he's never going when you look this is where bobby bowden's genius again comes into play he knew the strategy of getting to a national championship had to be through the acc not through the sec yep well look i i don't think and there was you know there's been a lot of talk of of comparing these two programs and i don't think they're on the same level you talk about the fact that in the last 100 years texas a&m has literally not won a national championship they haven't won more than 10 games in a season i think it's like 12 times that they've done that last 100 years fsu's done that 24 times since 1975 well, there you go. You know, it, it's not even a, a, the same level of dynamic or same level of program. No, who was their last punk quarterback at Texas A&M? Johnny Football. There you go. That's it. It is. That's all you got. I mean, yes, they have the funds. Yes, they are. They've shown that they are are willing to invest and put that cut, money in there. Would, but money, you can't just throw happen? money at okay, something and make it minute, happen. We have a minute, but what would happen? This would suck bad. There's two things that I was saying that if Jimbo doesn't take his coaches with him. Then we, we're left with his crappy coaches. No, nah, they would all be fired with the next head coach. And, yeah, but it would still be a F you. And then what if Texas A&M just says, nah, we're going to go with someone else. And then Jimbo's lost his reputation. He's just played this so poorly altogether. Anyway, I'll be glad when it's over. Me too. Centrally will be happy. <laughs> Central E. For sure. Mad so, the whole thing. Although the t-shirt. Do you have a t-shirt? I do. Come on down. Do you, do you have one? Yes. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. We're a real estate show, but we're also about life in Tallahassee. WVFT Freedom 93.3 FM. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Which we all have for now. For now. I always say for now. For now. Yeah. Would you ever put one of those Amazon thingies in your house? Oh, hell no. No way. No. Hey, no. order me some tape. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not listening in. No. That's why I don't like. There's a, a security brand in town I won't mention. 
theirs because they have the listening in speaker thing. No, I'm not doing that. I don't know about it. Yeah, the two way. I mean, honestly, you're you're probably holding like two things that are just recording right? everything have you're you saying right now. Have seen that right video now. too? I mean, look, it's just little things like Hello, when you're, when you're, I would really like a rose gold diamond ring. Yeah, to ex- my exactly. No, but seriously, and see if it shows up. You will it. get it on Facebook. I could say I really am hungry for some Chick Fil A right now, <laughs> and boom, there you go, Chick Fil A ad. It, and and then the thing that also. Really, really just mm, puts shivers <laughs> down my bi- my spine is like when the phone just tells me where I'm about to go. You know what I'm saying? Like in the maps uh, yeah, because it, cause it knows your movement. You know, it, it knows like where you go a lot and like, you know, you do a pattern for a couple weeks in a row and it says, OK, well, you're going to, uh, you know, uh, you're going to, to the station at this time. You're going to Centralia at this time. You're going home at this time. So it gives you those those 15 minutes to Centralia. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, no, don't know. You're here. You don't know. Does it have a parking garage? You do not know no, where I am right now. You, it doesn't have a parking garage. <laughs> get, get out of here. I completely try when they have you update that the place that you're at i completely screw with it <laughs> trolled yeah that's hilarious try to be so we're going to talk about praising day we are a real estate show anchored in real estate let's face it let's know? face the it. purpose was real estate I almost a year ago but that's what i love is real estate it's what so. you're good at oh thanks so oh. we're going to talk about appraising because it's that time of year when people start to say things that go through me so appraising When you apply for a mortgage, the mortgage lender, the bank, is going to order an appraisal. Why does the consumer pay for it? People ask me. I have no idea. I just know the consumer does pay for it. I don't know why. It's just something. It's just the way it is. But the bank is the one who wants it, and the bank is who owns the appraisal. The consumer does not own the appraisal. Hmm. They just get to pay for the privilege. Okay. They are entitled to a copy. Copy. A copy thanks to Dodd Frank, which is the thanks Elizabeth the statute, right? Pocahontas. So Pocahontas. <laughs> she I think she owns Pocahontas.com. She now, does. She did buy it. Genius. That's pretty advantageous. Mortgage, uh to purchase a home or refinancing your existing home. Sometimes with the refinance, they're not gonna make you get an appraisal. But if you don't have an appraisal, there's a lot of pitfalls to that. So I do remember from previous episodes you saying that appraisals are only good for that day They're, in which they, they have are. an effective date, just like milk. So in terms of like you just mentioned a refi situation where people are you know get, getting their mortgage refinanced, and you said they don't necessarily have to have. Sometimes that you have a really, really, really good score, and you're in a neighborhood like Bull Run. Okay, it's going to be a simple. Or would they, they, everything's cookie cutter. They can pretty much run an automatic valuation because they've data mined our appraisals and they've data mined Zillow. That's what Zillow does is data mine. Would they be able to like compare it to a recent appraisal no. if it was within a certain amount no, of time? No, they'll take their own data. So if you go to like a Bank of America, they're going to have so much data. People analyzing stuff and, and, and then so much that they're going to have the algorithm that produces it. But you have to have a really good credit score gotcha. for that to happen and probably no cash out. Okay. If you want cash out, you're gonna have you're gonna have a regular appraisal. They almost never do exterior appraisals. It used to be where you just take a photo of the house and then go around and do the appraisal. That kind of ended. So this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking about appraisals today. My number is eight five zero six five six triple zero nine, and my website's Patty's Playhouse dot com or PurpleDoorTeam dot com. Exterior appraisals. The form is called a twenty fifty five. You would just take the exterior photo of the house, the streets, 
two sides and call it a day and be gone. The only time you really see those is a pre-foreclosure. Okay. Somebody might be strolling down your street, right. taking a picture of your house. Okay. That's an appraiser. Gotcha. And he may be doing it for a couple of things. We had a storm, so they want to make sure the house is still there. Right. Uh, the bank has an interest in your home. You're a partner with the bank. You do not own the home. You are making payments on the home. That's so true. You you have a. They are entitled to go into the middle of the street and take a picture of your house anytime they want. People get pissed. You get pissed all you want. I'm taking pictures. I'm in the middle of the street. I've had people chase me down, run me down. Go for it. I'm still entitled to do it. Google Street does it. Everybody does it. Right. So the middle of the street, especially that it's not a private road, like private. Just, Gated like Golden Eagle. Those are all private roads. You have to ask permission. But your average street, I can take a picture of your house anytime I want. Right. I found a purple house over off of Delwood. I and took a like, picture. Snap. The house, it was entirely purple. Shutters and all. I'm taking a picture. We have a beautiful purple door on my home in Sarasota. And is, I don't have a freaking picture of that door? Purple. I'll why get, do I not? Why I'll, have I never been told this? I'll get it to you. It's beautiful. Anyway, so let's talk about what a home appraisal really is. It really is. You don't have to like what I'm about to tell you. No, you don't. You don't have to agree with it. It doesn't change the fact. Okay? Dropping truth bombs. Okay. So a home appraisal is the value of the property by an expert. You may not like your appraiser. You may think he's a moron or she. You may call them everything I used to say but white. But I'm kind of peachy. So you might. And still, what? I'm just saying. You're uh, pointing. Yeah, but for someone who hasn't listened to the show before, doesn't really know how much it takes to be an appraiser, oh, yeah. you That's are an appraiser to. I as am well. an appraiser. It T- takes just about, talk about a little bit of what like oh, what you have to go years. through to be qualified to do years that. years to be an appraiser. Years. So I ruptured my Achilles. My husband was an appraiser. He's like, he learned to appraise in Alexandria. He says, well, come work with me. So I go work with him. I got my real estate sales license first just so I would have some general background. While I worked under my tra- trainee. So you have to be an apprentice, like a welder. Okay, wow. For three years. It takes about three years to get it. Wow. And then you have to do so many, it could take longer, so many thousands of appraisals. And those appraisals have to be logged. And it has supervisor has to be with you every step of the way. And I was newly married, so at that time, it wasn't a big deal. Right. You know, I, oh, Chris is so cute. Were you an empty nester at that time? No, my my kids. Wow. But I made more money than I did as a nurse. Right. And then the state. So were you Florida. getting paid for those appraisals that you were I, training on? No, I was just help, basically helping him because we were a partner. So, 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 so like, how would someone who is like, say, someone coming out of like, why there's no trainees, there's college. no money in it, right? Okay, so you would have to have a second job to be able to. Oh yeah, like firefighters. We've hired firefighters. Gotcha. We've hired people that had other jobs. Or well, and like your position as well, getting your real estate license. Yeah, you but it's kind of really sell hard. It's it, hard it takes, to sell houses on the, the side. The only <laughs> reason I was able to get it before the cutoff of a four-year degree, which I do not have, I only have the nursing, would was because I was married to it. It was the only reason I was able. And it's still, Chris, is no joke when it comes to appraising. You have to follow every rule. He's very risk risk averse. And that was a challenge, but it took a long time. And I made it right under the line of the four-year degree, which was the rule that changed, which is about to be changed back because there's nobody going into the career. Right. So they're going to change it back. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking about appraising. So just what the appraiser looks at, it is about your home to the extent of the four points on your lot. And after that, it's about everyone else's home. So everyone else starts having granite. You need to get some granite. Okay. So we'll go back to FSU. They're talking about the facilities. Yeah. What happens when everyone else's facilities get upgraded? Well, then FSU is going to have to take a stronger look at it. 
Now is not necessarily the time to do it just because Clemson did it. Clemson put like fifty million they did. in. No, and then the list phenomenal. But that's not that's not necessarily as a business person or as an appraiser the time I would do it. Right. I would do it after a few more people do it. And then I'm like, well, now I probably have to do it. Right. But Clemson isn't my just my competition, so I'm not going to look. I wouldn't spend the money yet. I would kind of wait. You don't want to be the best. So you could have a, you, know, you could have a million dollar mansion inside of a you know a house a neighborhood full of crack houses, and you're going to be <laughs> labeled on what you go is- to some of these not necessarily on county, but some of the surrounding counties because they didn't really have zoning and planning, and you have that, and it's really hard to appraise and, and to justify everything we. Detail on the appraisal must be justified by with the statistics or a paired sale. Paired sale means I have to have another sale within the last three months that is similar. It's very Sesame Street. What is equal here? What doesn't? What doesn't look like the same? Yeah. So we look at the condition of the home, the size of the home, the property lot, the landscaping. The landscaping doesn't necessarily have a value because it's personal taste. So we're not looking at fruit trees because we're not agricultural appraisals. Appraisers. However, we are. Is it up to par? Is it average for the neighborhood? Um, number of bedrooms, baths. We don't adjust for bedrooms typically because that's in your base square footage. But if you have a two bedroom, we're going to have to find another home that has a two. If we have a four bedroom, we have to find at least one home that has a four. If you have a two story with a bedroom down, the master down, we have to find a two bedroom with a uh, three bedroom, two story with a master down. So we have to have one that's very similar to yours. And I go back. I recently had one in Golden Eagle, two-story stucco, all the bedrooms up. I had to go back in time a little longer than would have liked for that two-story, all stucco, all bedrooms up. Us to be similar. Got to do what you got to do. Patty Wilson, 850-656-0009. It's Patty's Playhouse. Other side of the break, we got Garnet and Gold. Yeah, that's a fun one. What good can drinking do? What good can drinking do? I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. Well, there's a glass on the table. Say it's gonna ease my Welcome pain. Welcome back to Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, and this is our Garnet Gold segment, it's our favorite segment. I interrupt the praising for Garnet Gold. No one interrupts appraising. I love this garnet gold. I can't believe no one's ever done it. It's a lot of fun. So we review a wine and something gold, which would be a beer, bourbon, whiskey. So Angus is going to do the gold, and I'm going to do the garnet. I don't really have garnet very much. However, I had wonderful customers who gave me a bottle of Thule wine. It mean Thule means sharing, so it's a shareable wine I with love, a beautiful actually, label. Actually, I have tried Thule in my life. Have you? It's really good, actually. Aww. We used to have it at Golden Eagle when I worked there. Aww. Well, I feel... Anyway, it's really good. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. It's from Sonoma, California. Oh, what it's a beautiful. Place. It's That's, beautiful. It tastes great. According to my father... It was 2016. That, it, that's the best place to grow Pinot Noir grapes. It is? Yeah. I don't know anything about Sonoma that. County. It really was new for me because I don't. I think this is the first glass I'd ever had of Pinot Noir. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Not a red wine drinker. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think it's always, I don't know, 
leaves a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I well, you just have to drink a good Pinot Noir. Yeah, you can't just drink like a house and it bottle. Gives you a of, headache. Well, and... yes, it does. Yes, I found that out over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, you had some. <laughs> a lot. It's about twenty six dollars a bottle, which is a generous price. It's cheaper. Yeah, obviously, to buy it for yourself, right? Than it is to get it out if you're getting it at the oh, Golden Eagle Country Club. Definitely. But it really did taste good. It was a beautiful bottle, and it was a beautiful label, and it's one I'll keep. Yeah, with with the, especially with the Pinot Noirs, you have to you're gonna have to pay a little bit more to get a higher quality product. Like the Cabernet Sauvignon, you don't really have to. Like you can get. That's what I don't like. I like the Cab Sauv. That's probably my favorite red. So I went to what is that called? Little Italy? Is it Little Italy Little over by Winn Dixie by my office? Yeah, we went the other night and they had Chablis. Oh, I haven't had Chablis in like. 20 years. That's really good. It was delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's like a Chardonnay, but it's sweeter. No, definitely. It was their house white is a Chablis. I was mm. like, oh, Yummy. So I had it for five bucks. Very buttery. But the, the um, Pinot, I don't understand all that. Pinot Noir tasted good. Didn't give me a headache. That's my review. Wow. Go for it, Angus. Let's you go, go for the gold. Well, today we're going to be looking at Cigar City Highlight. If you ever had a highlight no. before. So this is definitely one of my favorite um, craft beers to drink. You know, obviously everybody has their Yinglings and their Bud Lights and their Mick Ultras and stuff. But as we've talked about on this show, there's a really big craft brewing community here in the Tallahassee area. And it's only continue- continuing to grow, especially I would say uh, in, in the state of Florida. There's just a lot of little microbreweries popping up all over the place. And uh, there's been a big push for craft beer instead of just your cheaper beer. And I really like the IPAs uh, because they have a a bit of a higher alcohol content, so you don't have to drink as much of it. And they also just have more of a fulfilling taste. You know, you're, I mean, they do like you drink Bud Light, you drink Budweiser. It's basically just water and some hops mixed in. You know, it's, it's not very exciting after a while you get drinking. You're like, eh, I'm this I'm just drinking this to to get drunk or to you know to feel buzz like this is you know I want to I like drinking like my alcohol dad's Canadian mist <laughs> for taste yes <laughs> Canadian mist um so the highlight is made by Cigar City Brewing and they're out of um Ebor City in Tampa uh so there's a a big uh, craft brewing movement in the Tampa Bay area as well and this one, I'll, I'll read the tasting notes from it off okay. the website. So it, it, an intense bouquet of tangerine and candied orange peel enticed the nose while flavors of clementines, Valencia orange, and subtle caramel provide counterpoint to an assertive bitterness and rich malt character. Bold hop flavor and aroma from six different hop varieties is front and center in this flavorful American IPA. It has a 7.5% alcohol content. Oh, my God. That's a lot. It is a lot, especially for a beer. Um, I'd like to try the white. I'm looking at their website. I'd like to try the white oak. What do you think? The white I, oak. I have have you not, tried it? I actually have tried a couple of those, um, and they're they're pretty good, definitely. And this, I like this one as well because it's not super, uh, super heavy. Yeah, hoppy. hoppy. It doesn't leave the bitterness my, in my the back of your throat. Like, yeah, my like, kids love the the IPAs. Yeah, because there's some IPAs that are just super, super strong, and then they leave that lasting flavor in the back of your throat, while this is not necessarily as thick of a beer. Well, when you grow up on PBR and Genesee Cream Ale, well, that's any, pretty hoppy. Thick. <laughs> anything's thick. <laughs> anything's thick that stuff. Said. You can stay hydrated <laughs> off of that. Uh, Fatty Wilson, Fatty's Playhouse, 650-009-850-656. Triple zero nine. Our website's pattyplayhousemedia.com and we're all over Facebook. Patty's Playhouse ninety three. iTunes. iTunes, Instagram, Twitter. Don't go on my Twitter. Don't go. Hilarious. 
Uh, what else? Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, I haven't really done much, but it's hilarious. Snap I only use, use it for my grandkids. Hit me with the Put Snapchat. the little filters over. <laughs> They're hilarious. They are fun. I don't really understand. I think you need more to be younger for Snapchat. For sure. I mean, but, just to understand but you're it. Hit. You're cool. You're Is the video it? only stays on so long? Ten seconds. Unless you save it? Yeah. Ten seconds. Yeah. I guess that's good in some ways. It probably is. Probably is. But keeping it, keeping it light. <laughs> that's our garnet and gold segment. So we like to review uh, a wine or a beer because we're in FSU. It's a sports town with a lot of sports bars, a lot Definitely. of bars. Period. Mm-hmm. Not just sports, and it's fun. It is good time. I mean, even if it's something I don't like, I still review it. Well, look, alcohol is, you know, whether you like to accept it or not, is a huge part of the American culture. And we've taken even more of a, of a step into getting creative and, and finding different ways to make drinks and to make different types mm-hmm. of alcohol and different types of beers and wines and spirits and all those different things. It, it's really cool because it just it creates more of a. Um, a, an environment where you're going to experience something rather than to just go and, you know, get drunk with and your I, friends. I'm and I'm a sipper too, so I'm not a chugger. Yeah. Which well, people especially make fun with this of me, kind but of, the, especially with like this kind of beer, I would You would have to sip. Yeah, I wouldn't be just like gulping it down or like taking shotguns with it, you know, because. Where can you get it here in town? Uh, you can get it almost anywhere here Does in Tallahassee. Does Fire Betty have it? it? Yes, they do. Uh, in Tallahassee, in the surrounding area, basically in the state of Florida, Cigar City Brewing has really expanded their operation to the most of the southeast so you can get them at gas stations you can get them um definitely at Publix, at walmart at uh, you know all the other different um supermarkets in the area okay it's yeah it's very cool i have to try it and that's the fun of this segment is trying things that i would never normally try exactly somebody's like here patty drink this well, because okay. there's a lot of things, and especially with alcohol, like when you're when, when I was a little kid, my dad has always been very uh, into wine. He was a food and beverage director for hotels in D.C., and mm. they would send him to different wineries in California and Washington and Oregon to you know kind of check out the the different grapes and different stuff that they wanted to put in their selection. And he knows a lot about that. And growing up, I you know I was always kind of interested because I was like, Dad, 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 what are you doing? You know, you'd be smelling it and you know w- moving it around to see the legs of the wine yes, and all this. Yes. Stuff. And, I'm, and and he would he would explain to me and I would you know there's some liqueurs and different things that he would that he would enjoy and I would smell and be like dad that smells like gasoline <laughs> you know and now it's actually to the point where I can a little bit I'm moving to a place where I am starting to be able to appreciate those finer and I I've had friends tell me I don't know if this is true that if when you drink a certain product in a certain glass it tastes different than if you drink it in a different other Almost definitely. Glass. Most definitely. And, and bartenders nowadays are using different techniques where they rub, uh, you know, different fruits or flavors oh. or liqueurs like oh, on the top. So it, because, because so much of, of what the pairing, the tasting, uh, that what you're tasting is also based off of your, your nose and your, your, um, olfactory system where you're right. smelling a lot of it. So paired Which with the actual gasoline. taste and, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Light this a match. Patty Light a match. Patty's Playhouse. We're finishing up our garden gold. We're going to go back to appraising in a few minutes because it is an important time of the year people are looking at their books wondering what is everything worth what isn't it worth has it gone up has it gone down we do expect interest rates to go up so if you are considering refinancing or buying or selling that interest rate which is something we cannot control so it, it, really adds is to that it. is that real like at the rate in which they the fed has been raising those interest rates a quarter percent every six months to a year is that d- does that make that drastic of a difference it does for every one percent it's ten thousand dollars of buying power 
Right. So if you have your house priced at 200 and you're trying to sell it, and the rates go up 1%, which I don't know that they will. I, I don't doubt, know what I doubt they would make that drastic of a jump. But then it's, if it's a half percent, it's $5,000. So now you can only afford one ninety five. Right. So you, you've put yourself in a different bracket. Interesting. And if you, you, it's harder to get your, your income up to qualify for that $5,000. It, it's, just, it's just life. And the rates have to go up. They do. But, however, the buyers are still in this mindset that says um, – I'm in charge, and they're really not, mm. because rates are going to go up, and it's going to tighten the market even more, and fewer and fewer listings. You you really make need to make sure that your credit's in good shape, and and that you have a licensed agent, which we're going to talk about in a minute on the other side of the break. Why you really need, even if you're an agent that's been an agent a long time, why you should absolutely not be your own agent, because I had an experience where it cost the man thousands of dollars just recently, so. It was not a good experience. So an appraisal will let you know whether you want to or not what your house is worth. And I love that song. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. And this is like a Playhouse song. It is. It is. You can dance when you want to. <laughs> 850-656-0009-pattysplayhousemedia.com. We can go where we want to. Place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world. We don't know what Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. And I wanted to talk about having a license to do a job, but never really doing that job. And then trying to do the job that you're licensed. song should be called Shade. (laughs) So we'll go back to nursing. There's more nurses. Well, there's a lot of realtors, but we'll just use nursing because that was my example this past week. Had a transaction recently. Where I had the buyer, they had to sell their house to buy. Their buyer of their home was a licensed agent who had a full-time job. He was a W-2 employee, which is why he could do it. But he wanted the commission. So he tries to get his own commission, doesn't have another realtor. He did nothing but screw up that entire transaction to the point of malpractice. Really? It was a VA loan. He didn't know how the VA worked. Oh, wow. He didn't have the survey, didn't have the WDO, didn't have, didn't have, didn't have, didn't have. our guy Ron. Right? Ron. But he, he wanted his, uh, well, the lender didn't help the situation. And the, the my buyers. So it was a, tra- it was, it was a Charlie Foxtrot from the get-go. Pretty much. However, if you're going to, you can't save the commission and then save yourself. Oh, it wow. cost him more because he had to pay for the seller's uh, hotel that it would have cost him in the commission. It was delayed like three weeks. Oh, wow. Survey wasn't done. WDO wasn't done. Jeez. Just because you have a license doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you should. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was a nurse, but doesn't mean I can run chemo through your veins. Right. You know, that takes a special certificate. Of course. Part of the problem in the state of Florida is they don't hold the agents really accountable. Mm. There's just so many, and there's only 10 investigators. Wow, really? So there's for not the a lot state? For the whole state. Only 10? Like, and is that for like a, uh, a statewide ethics board? Of, no, that's of the real statewide estate? that monitors the license. Okay, but they so don't really hold licensing enforcement. Money talks, and yeah. the state gets a lot of money from real estate agents, and they don't hold, like, if you're going to do this type of loan or, or transaction, you should have this much experience. Like, 
me to go say I'm going to go sell um where they were going to put that that outlet mall off of I-10. Right. Like I have, would have no business doing that uh-huh. because I've never done it. Yeah. I don't have anybody to mentor me to walk me through it. Legally I can do it, but should I? So there isn't a difference between like a residential and a commercial real estate license? No. Really? License so it's, it's just is a license. broad for it's everything. It's broad for everything. Wow. So if you do are for sale by owner and the other person doesn't have an agent, it's pretty much a cluster going through. Wow. And say they have a VA. You have nobody to guide you. So you're trying to save money. Well, I mean, it, but you're not saving money. From the little that I know about VAs from when Ron Byram came in, yeah. it, it seems like it's a very, With university very, lending. Yeah, it seems like it's a very, very uh, exhaustive process that they have to go through to make sure that all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted in the in making sure that, um, you know, because it's it is, you know, from the government. And it's really no different. It has a bigger reputation. It's really no different than FHA, which needs mortgage insurance. They're really no different. The the thing is, if you've not done it, you need a mentor. Yeah, you need a coach, or at least someone who knows who they're doing. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and you in, in terms prepared. of the buyer, in terms of the buyer, you, know? you got to be prepared. There's a lot of liability and a lot of legality and involved in a transaction. And these my buyers, those sellers are still not happy, and a lot of stuff got messed up. And people need to look out for themselves and know that there are professionals for a reason. Right. So that was just a little tidbit. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Purple Door Team, I am a licensed agent, SL3075433, and a property appraiser, RD, uh, what is that, 6627. And you can, as a licensed agent, technically appraise. That is one of the the seven jobs that a realtor or real estate agent can do. doesn't mean you should. Because you're not going to follow the guidelines that appraisers who do it professionally have to do. So you, oh, so you're telling me you don't have to have a and a. No state... one's going to hire you okay. to do it, but you could. But do you it. could technically do that. You could technically. Wow. It is one of them, but no one's no bank, right. no lending right, institution right, right. is going to hire. And ultimately, you could do private. Right, and ultimately, like you've talked about, the banks are the ones that are are reaching out and getting these appraisals done. Not yeah, the actual... you're not really going to have an opportunity to do it, but technically. You could. It is just like property management. Right. I do very little property management. It's not my profession. I do it for my customers, and I do it because I enjoy helping my customers, but it's not something where I'm going to devote 50% of my time to you know, finding tenants. That's not it. Hmm. Not having it. Interesting. So, so you, you can really do one thing really, really well. It's just like anything in life. You have to focus. Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell, who wrote The Outliers, who I love, I read his books. Says you have to ten thousand hours to be an expert. Oh yeah. So if you've only spent, I don't know, sixty hours to become a real estate agent, <laughs> you're not an expert. Right. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Ten thousand hours. So it took me three thousand hours just to get my re- appraiser license. Right. And then you have people say, you know, you're a moron. You don't know what you're doing. Blah blah. I I can go on and on and on. I could spend an hour calling myself the names that I get called on a regular basis as an appraiser. But, you know, I've spent many more hours at it than you. And I and I have an answer for everything because I'm really good at that. <laughs> yes, a you singer. Are. You I are very, singers. very, very quick at being and able to respond. if I can research, I will out-research you on any day. Out-research you because I will find it. I'll find the answer to the problem. And that's what you want in an agent. You want somebody who's going to help you get the answer. And that transaction, I took over the whole transaction. I took over both sides, three sides, and I didn't, you know, 
I, I knew that my buyers loved me and they're going to give me a great testimonial. And that's why I did that. Right. I mean, I wanted them to be happy. Of course. And be up here in Tallahassee with me. Yeah. And go to a game with me. Most definitely. Unless they're supposed to go to a game with me. I hope they do go to a game with me. After this, I don't know if they will. They said <laughs> they said they'd come on the show and explain it because I think it would be a good testimonial for folks to hear. If you're going to do a for sale by owner or a buyer by, by yourself without an agent, what can happen? Because I think people need to hear some horror stories so they stop doing it. Oh, I would I agree 100%. But for sale by owners are down. They're down to the lowest level they've ever been down to right now. So I think that's part of it. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. So, That's true. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. We're going to go back to appraising before we wrap up. This is our fourth segment. It goes so fast. So finishing details of the home. Like if everyone has granite, you're going to have to look at it. Like we talked about with FSU facilities. facilities yeah. You're going to have to maybe look at it in the future or before you sell. You might want to look at it. And people, you know, you either pay for it now or you're paying for it later. If you just keep up the average... Maintenance of the home. Right. You're not going to lose anything. But you're also not going to make money. But you're not going to make as much. And it's an investment. And you're not, you want not to be able dollar to make money for dollar. Right. You're not getting dollar for dollar. You're not getting the cost of granted if it's $3,000 for your countertops. You're not getting $3,000 back. Right. But it just adds that extra, that, that extra aura to the house. But almost. if you don't keep it clean, keep it nice, keep the wood rot off the house... You're going to lose much faster now, at is, a higher rate. Is there a, a faster a, rate? Is there a time period or a time frame that you would recommend homeowners getting their own appraisals done, like on a, a every three year basis, every two year basis? No, because it's only good for that day. True. It can change so rapidly, and that's where if you have someone like myself, Patty Wilson, who is an appraiser, who you you just call occasionally and say, "Is now a good time to sell?" and say. You want to know if there's 10 listings in your neighborhood, it may not be that time. If there's three listings in your neighborhood, it's probably that time, depending on the features in your house. You know, everything is weighted. It's just like the stock market. You know, if, if okay, we'll take NBC and Matt Lauer. Where <laughs> are there's their stock up or down? Oh, I'm sure. Did their stock go down? Did I'm their sure stock go it's up? Gone down. I, but I bet it goes up after. You think? Clearing out. Yeah. Mm. I think more women will watch it. I think it make me women feel better, and you know, women are you know at least forty eight percent of the population. Right? Who owns NBC? Oh God, is it still it's General Com- Electric? It's Comcast, Comcast which yeah. was yeah, I don't know, but you got to watch it. It's the stocks. It's just like okay, Angus, look at me. Mm. We're in a glass. I'm in a glass room now, which They're is actually fantastic. Are, they are up. They are up. Well. I'm not surprised <laughs> because he was a lech, right? Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly alleged. It wasn't his first rodeo. Yeah. Well, that's what they said in their statement. They said, uh, we only know of one specific incident, but we don't believe that it's isolated. Oh, no way. Yep. And I feel sorry for his wife, but I digress. Does he have a wife? Yeah, he has a wife. Who's stuck with him for a long time, even though he was uh, cheating on her. Mm. So going back to a house, it's something you have to monitor. You don't sell your Apple stock, you know, right before... They're you about to, to release a new iPhone. That's insider trading. You right. want somebody who's going to keep an eye out for you and say, is now the time? Right. Because it may not be the time to list your home. You know? I don't know. Sometimes they talk about being in the winter. There's fewer homes for sale. Right now, it, it doesn't matter. If you're in a bull run, a Golden Eagle, a Southwood, it doesn't matter. It's selling. If you're in a neighborhood that's much smaller on the southwest side of town near FSU, then it's seasonal. It's going to be around graduations. 
when people are coming and going. So right. it depends Interesting. on that. Isn't that fascinating? It is. But that your house is your largest asset. You live in it. You're not aware of everything that's necessarily going wrong with it. So is that it? That's it. That's all, folks. Yep, 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 yep. Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse. No. <laughs> Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse. 850-656-0009. We're here if you have any questions. Patty's Playhouse Media.com and on Facebook at, at Patty's Playhouse 93. WBFT 93.3 FM. Ooh.